Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with a rhino on this Tuesday, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, rhino. Howdy, howdy. All right, the World Series is all set. Starting tonight. We got uh, the Astros and the Bravos. Which would not have been a World Series in the heyday of my baseball fandom. So I'm pretty sure the Astros were in the <laughs> National League when I was growing up. That's correct. <laughs> they didn't turn everything upside down. <laughs> the Astros are in the American League. The Brewers are in the National League. <laughs> what in the world is the world coming to? What do we call the Angels now? There were the California Angels, and there were the Anaheim Angels, and they also what are the Angels? Now? I hell, I don't know where they are. Now. They've moved around so much. What are they? They're Anaheim, aren't they? I guess <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible that we don't know that. Los Angeles Angels. Okay, Los Angeles. <laughs> You're right. Well, do you bet on sports? Mm, haven't in my life, but I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't had the opportunity. Haven't made it to the uh, the sportsplex or any any of the other sports betting establishments in the Magnolia State to do so. Yeah, casinos. Oh yeah, uh, for example. Well, one individual who does regularly bet on sports is Old Mattress Mac. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know him, of course. He's a furniture store owner in Houston, and he is uh, quite the hardy wagerer. <laughs> well, not he's, just on sports. Correct. He um, he likes to run these promotions, as you know. It's it's pretty clever, honestly. Promotions for these big events, such as the Super Bowl, the World Series, etc. I think he's even done the Kentucky Derby. And in this particular case, for, I believe, the World Series, I think he's offering, if I'm not mistaken, three grand back to anyone who makes a purchase within a certain time period if the Astros are victorious in the World Series and are crowned as the world champions of baseball. Well, I was corrected on the ceasefire text line. I I misspoke and said in my life, I I haven't bet money on sports. Oh, okay. I had to eat my hat once. 
in a <laughs> in an earlier time on the radio. Okay. Lost an egg bowl bet. <laughs> and what was the payment? I had to eat my hat. <laughs> so I marinated it in teriyaki and cut it up and put it on some grocery store sushi and ate it. Okay, you're grossing me out now. <laughs> Bet's a bet. Okay. Well, I I commend you for honoring your wager. But, <laughs> oh gosh. Back to old Mattress Mac. Jim Mackingvale is his name. I like Mattress Mac better. He has, uh, he's got $3.35 million riding at four different sports books, which would bring home $35.6 million if the Astros win the World Series. So he's, he's hedging his cost if the Astros win, and he's got to go send everybody three grand that bought a mattress from him. <laughs> well, he's, and he's done this before. I don't know. What do you think? Astros, Bravos, it's going to be a good series. I mean, I, I grew up a Braves fan, kind of fell off because they haven't been to the World Series in this millennium, but I, I'll be pulling for the Braves. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in time when my dad would take me along to like a, a meeting or something, and he would just kind of stick me off to the side with the chalkboard or the dry erase board and just tell me to write out the lineup to keep me busy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, there are folks, as you know, that, that bring their scorebooks and like to like to keep the score and track the baseball games. Of course, there's a not everybody knows how to keep score. Baseball score, I guess, is a little different because you're literally tracking every pitch and every oh, yeah. play and their little abbreviations and symbols and and. Uh, uh, so forth, I guess, in, in just in tracking the game and the activity. The game. Yeah, that's right. So, anyhow, anywho, he's got, uh, look, his wife said this promotion is killing us. <laughs> she said, we, we got so many deliveries, we can't make them all. Oh, gosh, pretty good promotion, though. Go buy a mattress, and uh, I think it's three grand. I may have to look that up. That's the number that sticks in my head is the... Yeah, here we go. Furniture customers. Let's see. Uh, his gallery furniture customers are offered a refund of any purchase of three thousand or more. So if you make a purchase of three thousand or more, you get the entire. I misstated. You get the entire purchase back if Houston wins the World Series, and he's hedging that <laughs> with a big old bet. He could lose a bunch of money, of course, on that. Uh, but if he wins, he, he probably pockets some change after he shells out all the refunds. But there you go. Uh, that's, I think that's kind of cool. It would be an historic payback. This even made Forbes, by the way. I saw it in the Houston Chronicle, but Forbes is even reporting it. Says it would be an historic betting payout should the Astros win. Uh, and McInvale is no spring chicken either. I don't know how old he is, but just looking at him, uh, he's on up there in age. But good luck to him. Good luck to the Astros, to the Bravos. The best part about this whole deal, of course, is that Major League Baseball, as you all recall, canceled <laughs> the All-Star game, which was scheduled to be held in Atlanta. 
over the stupid voting rights legislation. Just think back now. I mean, at the time, that was a really big deal. It was big news, and we talked about it. But just think about now how dumb that was. Dumb. But you know what? A little payback, a little karma here. They got even a bigger deal with the World Series, arguably. From an economic I don't know perspective. The current World Series game setup to where they play each game or who's got home field advantage. I haven't double checked that, but I can guarantee you there are more World Series games being played in Atlanta now than one All Star game. That's correct. And uh, a lot of attention, a lot of travel. And travel is, I think, a little more free now. So, anyhow, uh, congratulations to both teams. And more importantly, congratulations to the city of Atlanta for getting a little payback. Take that, you dang MLB wokesters. <laughs> Meantime, Stacey Abrams, you know who she is, huh? Ran for governor and was uh, credited in a lot of circles for... The uh, Senate victories both went to Democrats in the 2020 cycle and and really changed the balance of power, arguably, in the U.S. Senate. And she was responsible for, uh, in the eyes of many, to get any guy out to vote. She had a big organization. Well, she's up in Virginia. She's also never admitted to actually losing her election. That is absolutely correct. She's done everything but admit she's lost. That is correct. Thank you for pointing that out. Yet all we hear from Democrats and the left is criticism of Donald Trump, right, for calling attention to what he believes was uh, an accurate and a fraudulent election, and that's fine. He has, the, he has the right to express his opinion and do so. But we never hear any criticism of her that I'm aware of. Not not to the extent we do. Now, granted, she was just a candidate for governor, and he was an incumbent president. I get the difference in scale. But you feel like there won't ever be another major election, do you, that won't be contested by either side, honestly. But I think that's because there's this lack of confidence. So... I honestly don't think we've had one in the last 20, 25 years that wasn't contested on some level. I just didn't get all the press. Well, my feeling is whenever they're close, most of them aren't close, but I think we've gotten so equally divided now that there are a lot that are just close. All you got to do is look at the U.S. Senate sitting at 50-50 and the balance of power in the House, which is what down to eight. And just how close these elections are, and so... I'd have to go back and look, but I just remember thinking, out of 535 members of Congress, somebody wants to make some political hay and try to contest it. I think you're absolutely right. I agree with you on that. But I think I think that's being ratcheted up, given what happened in 20. We're going to step aside for a break right here on the show. Coming up next, Mike McCormick, the president of Mississippi Farm Bureau. And at 12.05, Lucian Smith, attorney and former chairman of the Mississippi GOP, joins us. Stay with us. And we got a giveaway for some foreigner tickets. Middays will be right back. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, I'll have to admit I'm not familiar with that tune. Hmm. 
It was in the computer, and it looked like it was about to get deleted, so I was going to use it. <laughs> Great voice. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Middays. Join us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. So we did determine, and Chris and Summit sent us a note to this effect as well, games three, four, and five in Atlanta. So a minimum of two will be played in Atlanta. And I was saying during the break, I believe a World Series game will be even better attended than an All-Star game. I think that's right. Because the fact that they've got at least two in Atlanta means they'll hopefully recoup some of that lost revenue they got when uh, Major League Baseball decided to have a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, unbelievable. I I agree. So congratulations once again to them. Uh, You know, overnight, uh, Facebook announced their earnings yesterday. Today is also a big one. I think it's uh, Google. Alphabet, as they are known uh, from a corporate name perspective. And uh, let's see, we got Microsoft announcing today the NASDAQ up, the Dow up. Uh, Facebook's earnings beat the street and their shares rose, but there's um, concerns about. A lot of the document dump that came yesterday and, and just some of the headwinds that they're concerned about. But Yeah, it, one of the headlines I saw was uh, Facebook favored angry emojis in your news feed. <laughs> Which to translate, if you don't speak Facebook lingo, it just meant they put people that were upset or angry in front of you so that you could see it, so you could get upset and angry, and it could just be this big ball of upset and angry online. Well... What do you expect? I mean, how many... It drives engagement. That's their business model. That's their business, right. And so, and what do you want to do about it? And this is what draws the... You got every right to not get upset at somebody with an angry emoji on Facebook. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's unbelievable. You know, there was a time when they were considering getting rid of the like, the thumbs up, which is their icon, really. It's their logo. Because people were getting offended because they didn't get enough likes. It's back to your dopamine argument, which was so spot on. And it's, I mean, I've even heard calls for, because of you've heard these reports about teenage girls in particular that have been negatively impacted on Facebook and how the, the, uh, these whistleblowers have come forward from Facebook and said, yeah, they did that intentionally to maintain engagement and so forth, which is it's the engagement that uh, in the statistics that they are able to... to uh, which that's uh, just the modern version of... They, air, they, they photoshopped those girls on the cover, so it made young women feel bad about themselves. Unbelievable. But that's been going on... Even in print media, right? I mean, typically, even on like magazines, it's these uh, these gorgeous models, right? That grace the covers of magazines, typically that are targeted for that segment of the population, and it's all about, well, how do I look like that? And so you open up, and guess what? There's all kinds of stuff in there that you could buy that the sellers. Say, well, make you look like that. So what? What's the problem with that? It, it, you got to somehow discern between 
reality and I guess just myth and and aspirations and that but that's fine I don't, I don't see what the problem is with that I, I wonder again well, what's happening in these households where there are households and there are parents where, maybe it's on them maybe they're missing out on educating and forming developing their children Um. Uh, I don't know. I, I just it's not Facebook's responsibility in my view. And and if you say, okay, we need government to go in there and regulate them, then who's the arbiter? And I say that just makes it worse. Just playing devil's advocate here, but with the increase in the availability and the complex nature of technology. Yeah. And the the pace at which it changes and updates and upgrades, is it possible to say that parents just don't know enough about it to teach their children how to use it in a healthy way? Well, I think that's a valid argument. Uh, but as time goes on, now and and parents were teenagers themselves. Right, right. When that was available and part of their life, well, sure. I, but I don't think that's any different to what have always been challenges for parents when they're raising kids that are being brought up in an environment that's different than the one they were brought up in. But uh, maybe that calls for a, a parent trying to pay more attention and get more involved and in understanding. The environment, the life of a of a child, of a of a teenager in particular, but so anyhow, there. I say that to bring up the point that the vast majority of social media, which yeah. is how most people take in an online experience nowadays, the vast majority of them have a cutoff at thirteen years old. Yeah, you're not supposed to be younger than thirteen on these platforms. That's right. But if the platform bans a kid for being underage, does the parent get angry at the kid or the platform? Yeah, I agree. And I would argue that's no different than uh, other products that are not available or or prohibited for sale to those under a certain age, typically minors, 18, 21, whatever, alcohol, for example, uh, tobacco, etc. And there are calls I've seen. Uh, to institute those same sorts of restrictions on social media. Imagine what a nightmare that would be. I mean, it just that just boggles my mind thinking about how you try to implement restrictive access to these software tools, essentially, based on age. You just make a bouncer app. <laughs> and the bouncer checks your ID and tells the app, yeah, he's good to go. Let him through the door. Open the velvet rope. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and along these lines, it's kind of related. You know, we've talked a lot about what appears to be ground zero for everything that's wrong in public education with respect to indoctrination to a leftist agenda, specifically critical race theory, which is really morphed way beyond just the theory of how race impacts 
the various constructs of society. And that would be Loudoun County, also Fairfax, both in Virginia. And, of course, this is at the heart of the very contentious governor's race, which will be settled in a couple of weeks at the ballot box, finds both of the candidates, McAuliffe on the Democrat side and Glenn Youngkin on the Republican side, are in a dead heat tide, according to the latest polls, 46-46. Anyhow, you're probably familiar with uh, a situation where parents have gone to school board meetings, as they should. They've signed up. They've been afforded the opportunity to speak and address the school board. And they're telling the school board that they don't like some of the stuff that they're teaching in the classroom. Even we played a clip, right? Now, one parent brought example books that really were borderline pornographic, uh, even going so far as to uh, almost praise pedophilia. <laughs> the parent was up there with the books. This is in the library. Well, it is uh, McAuliffe, Democrat candidate, who at a debate said, no, I don't think, and I'm paraphrasing, no, I don't think parents should be involved in determining the content taught to their children in the schools. So parents now are wanting to dig in into more details of this content. Loudoun County Public Schools is requiring parents to sign a non-disclosure form. You want the information? We'll give it to you. But you got to sign this legal document that basically says you won't talk to anybody else about what you see. This is insanity. This is tyranny. This is authoritarianism. Pretty it's, sure a good lawyer could finagle duress out of that somewhere. I agree. But the idea that they would even implement such a requirement is beyond belief. What do you got to hide? Ridiculous. We'll take a break right here on the show. We'll come back with more talk at 12.05. Lucian Smith, the attorney and former chairman, the Mississippi GOP. And I'm going to ask him that question. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 78. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 69. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. 
I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Dream. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Usually it's the user that gets high, but in this case, it was the weed that got high. WLOX reports that a Louisiana man is in jail after attempting to flee from authorities. Monday, in Harrison County, 49-year-old Rodney Antonio Lusk crashed his car into a field that sent 15 pounds of high-grade marijuana flying from the car. He's charged with trafficking a controlled substance and fleeing law enforcement. And Monday, the IHL Board of Trustees voted to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for employees at Mississippi's public universities. Commissioner Dr. Alfred Rankins Jr. explained that the new policy is due to the large number of federal grants received by the universities. If you want federal money, you get federal grants, you got to comply. If you don't want federal grants, that's fine. If you all want to come up with $271 million, I guess it's okay. We don't have to worry about it. The motion was adopted with a 9-3 vote. I'm Andy Davis. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. In a world full of noise, devastating the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. with Gerard Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Joining us now on the line, Mike McCormick, the president of Mississippi Farm Bureau. Uh, excuse me, Bureau. Morning, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, uh, Jared. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. All right, so we wanted to talk to you, Mike, uh, this morning about some dredging going on in the in uh, the Mississippi River, I think on the southern section of the river and how that might impact uh, farmers, in particular soybean farmers. Well, it will have a huge impact, uh, Gerard. The, uh, uh, the, the, the channel uh, has uh, degraded some. It's, it's, it's filled in uh, where we could get it uh, dredged from Baton Rouge back to uh, uh, the Gulf uh, would uh, have a huge impact on loading the, the ocean-going uh, freighters up uh, with grain, so they can uh, they can get back out. I, 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 at one point, I, I knew for every foot of grain that you put in one of those ocean going vessels, how much that meant uh, to the overall load, and it's it's a tremendous amount. So wow. when we heard about that several years ago, uh, we uh, the, the American Soybean Association asked us to, to write letters of support. Uh, it wouldn't be in Mississippi. It would be uh, from, uh, from probably from Baton Rouge down, I think, or, or even a little bit further down from that. But we were certainly, uh, the Farm Bureau was certainly supportive of that. We asked Governor Bryant to support us. Uh, he wrote a letter on our behalf at that, that point in time and got the wheels of motion moving so we can get this project done. It'll, it'll be a, a big win for our soybean farmers. So, Mike, who's doing the dredging exactly, and, and how is that authorized? Well, I, I can't tell you uh, who's doing it. I'm sure there's private contractors that's doing it through the Corps of Engineers. I know how the dredging process works. Uh, it's a little bit different than what uh, the general public might think. What they normally do is is they go in the channel and they take uh, some, some, some water jets or something to stir the bottom of the river up, and then they pump that uh, uh, up uh, to, the, to the sides and hope that the river will take that uh, uh, material down to the Gulf and kind of wash it out. They don't just uh, take dirt from the bottom and put it on top of the levees or, or put it on the other side. It's a pretty complicated way that they go about doing that. I see. I see. Well, it, are there any other uh, farms or, or, or um, crop uh, production that is affected by this besides soybeans? Soybeans is what we were notified about. Are there, are there cotton farmers affected, well, for example? Well, I think anything that 
loaded out on, a, on an ocean-going vessel yeah. would benefit from having a deeper channel uh, there. But certainly soybeans, the soybean, uh, American Soybean Association, and uh, some of the other groups were the ones that uh, were really behind this effort. Uh, I would love to say that for all my friends and myself, uh, Gerard, I live yeah. down in Jefferson County. Uh, that's where I'm at this morning working on my farm. But uh, I'd love to say that it's going to help with some of our flooding issues. But mm-hmm. my conversations with the Corps of Engineers says that it's, that's too far down. you gotta you got to get up above us to uh, have any impact on that. But certainly any any help that we could get to move more water to the to the Gulf to, uh, where it's not just sitting here and flooding our farmland in Mississippi would also be a plus if we get any benefit out of that. Yeah, and speaking of that, Mike, you know, we've talked about that on the program before, but traveling through the Delta, as I did personally, uh, in, in the June time frame when we were experiencing just record rainfall, Gosh, the fields were flooded. It it looked pretty dire. What what's been the out, outcome of that? Well, it pretty much made us have two crops in the North Delta. We had the crops that didn't get flooded that came off on time and and produced a really good crop. And those that were flooded out, some of the farmers uh, uh, looked at their uh, uh, rotation and they looked at their uh, their equipment and their ability to get it back in. And some of them sat it out and just say, I, I, I'm not going to try it. But then. Uh, a good portion of them decided they would go back in and try to get some crop out. The later you put it in the year, the the less the yields are going to sure. be. And, and they're they so they finish one crop, and now they're either beginning to start on the on the last crop, or or, or maybe not even even gotten that far yet. So it just you. made for a long season for our farmers. My gosh, well, I, I think that is a testament to their resiliency because I got to tell you, looking through there. In June, I'm just thinking uh, the crop is done for this year, honestly, and I, I I wasn't sure. I know we had Hank Burdine on the show a few weeks ago, and, and he was suggesting the same as you, that they would just try to replant, w- end up with uh, less yield, but uh, try to salvage, I guess, the season somewhat. Uh, and, but it's that costs money, obviously, doesn't it, Mike? I mean, to kind of oh, yeah. redo. Lots of money. You've got to go back in and start over and uh, to re-prepare the fields, and then you've got uh, chemical cost uh, that that's elevated. You have more pest and disease damage the later you get into the to the summer with all of that. So it's a lot lot more expense to it. But a lot of people wanted to get another crop in there to uh, just to, to be the best stewards that they could to to try to be farmers and get their crops out. But they also don't want their crops land to grow up. So we've got all of these these weeds that are now becoming. Uh, Roundup resistant, and and uh, they would take over, and you got to keep those cleaned up anyway, so they don't uh, pre- uh, create a bunch of seed that you have to deal with for the next year. So uh, most of, I would say, a lot of them went back and tried to get something out uh, just just for that reason, like yeah. that. We've got the twenty twenty two legislative session just around the corner. What what's on your radar? Well, I think uh, you know right now it, it's a. Uh, uh, I think our, our legislative session is, is lining up to be uh, pretty divisive on some some pretty heavy issues. I was hoping that we could uh, get the medical marijuana uh, issue out of the way before we got into session. I don't know how that's going. I haven't talked to anyone, but if that's uh, brought over, they'll have to deal with that first. And then there's some other heavy topics like redistricting and uh, uh, maybe uh, the, the income tax bill again. So we're going to try to to stay out of the way. We may have an important bill or two out there. Uh, we've got uh, a, a uh, an issue with uh, with uh, the way we uh, need to update our laws on uh, the way we uh, handle 
uh, grain inspection in the state and also some, some regulations to go along with grain that we may have to look at moving into next year. So there'll be plenty up there for us to do. Sure. Yeah. What about at the federal level, Mike? Uh, first, is there anything in particular in uh, Biden's domestic agenda that this, this sausage is being made, as you're probably aware, on, on his Build Back Better plan, which he hopes to pass through budget reconciliation? Anything in there in particular that might impact uh, the, the agricultural industry and the farmers? Well, I think uh, I think there'll be some some good things that come out of it, but the problem is going to be is the pay for provisions yeah. of how we're going to pay for it and how that'll impact farms in the future. Uh, there's uh, a lot of talk uh, early on that uh, there could be some uh, elimination of the stepped up basis and maybe some inheritance tax yeah. elimination, and then uh, all of that was sort of taken off the table. But behind the scenes, you keep hearing that. Maybe that will reappear at the last minute mm-hmm. when all this passes in the end. So uh, we're very fearful of that, uh, especially the elimination of the stepped-up basis would be really detrimental to a family farm that's been in existence for a long time. I don't even know how in the world they'd figure out the original valuation, uh, Mike, honestly, on, on well, an asset like that that's been around for generations. You know, my farm's been in my family since uh, the early 1800s, so I don't know. At my death, how you would value that? I, I, I'm not sure how that works. I just know it would get tremendously expensive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, is there anything that you're advocating for? And and uh, you, I know you're in contact constantly with our delegation, House and Senate side, that you're advocating for uh, at the federal level. Well, we certainly like uh, the uh, the infrastructure bill uh, that. Uh, is uh, being proposed. Any money that we can get for additional infrastructure in the state of Mississippi, as you know, riding around the state, is uh, our, our roads and bridges are in desperate need of some more uh, funding. So if something does come down the pike and uh, it's uh, and, and we are sent some money, we certainly, the Farm Bureau wants to advocate that uh, we don't want to leave our rural roads and bridges uh, out of that conversation, that we continue to advocate for more money for the Emergency Road and Bridge Fund, which has been the main avenue for the last uh, several years to get uh, some some state money and, and even a little bit of federal money last year uh, into that pot, so we can continue to, to uh, work on our infrastructure. A great deal of the farming industry, the agriculture industry uh, overall, has uh, leveraged uh, digital technologies, and we've got rural broadband being built out uh, across the state of Mississippi by many of the electric power co-ops. Uh, are you seeing that starting to? Uh, produce some benefits for the farmers? we got just about a minute left, Mike. Sure, absolutely. Farm Bureau was a big part of getting that bill passed, and we're proud of the electric cooperatives. We got the bill passed with, with help from a lot of others, but certainly it went over to them to get the projects done. And it's, uh, precision agriculture is the way of the future, and, and we've got to have connectivity to do that. Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Always a pleasure talking to you, sir. We'll uh, visit soon. Thank you. Love. Thanks for calling. You bet. We'll be back with more talk here on Middays. Don't forget Lucian Smith at 12.05 and Foreigner tickets as well. Stay with us. 601-879-4395 is a ceasefire text line. We'll be right back.
The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Now- all is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 62 to 109.16. March cotton was up 70 to 107.26. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were down one and a quarter to 12.45 three quarter per bushel. March soybeans were down one and a quarter to 12.55 per bushel. December corn was down a half to 5.37 and a half per bushel. March corn was down a penny to 5.45 three quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up 17 to 129.70. February live cattle was up 17 to 134.92. January feeders up 7 cents to 158.65. March feeders up 12 to 159.77. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 103 points, 35,843. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP2012B3XF, DP2020B3XF, and DP2038B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Green marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitec fungicide. Fast-acting and long-lasting. Preventative and curative. Disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill. And take your full prize in yields with Revitec fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. say i was yeah. a little disappointed when after william shatner went to space yeah his version of rocket man didn't even budge on the charts or anything shatner yeah he's got a version of rocket man enlighten me you got that one we got i suspect that was probably made some time ago right it, with his uh star trek fame <laughs> That's it is quite it. silly. I will pull it up here shortly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, in the meantime, overnight, Elon Musk, he could be, I guess, uh, described as a rocket man. His wealth soared by $36 billion. He's now worth... $290 billion. He lapped Jeff Bezos by $100 billion. And I'm going to be high. <laughs> As a kite by then. He's sitting there just pulling in the long dark. It's lonely. Out in space. On such a tired <laughs> In his Captain Kirk uh, voice and delivery and style there, right? That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I like that. I appreciate that, Rhino. Yeah, Elon Musk, $290 billion, just shy of 300 And a great deal of the reason for the boost in his wealth, really two things are going on. One, of course, arguably the most advanced, or further certainly down the road, pun intended, of, of uh, making electric vehicles, EVs. Two things happened in the last couple of days. One is their battery supplier has, uh, is, and it's Panasonic. That's who makes the batteries in the Tesla. They have solved some of the technology challenges. Now, on this program, 
we've talked quite a bit about these technical challenges with respect to uh, EVs and and really uh, just other uh, ways of, um, shall we say, just replacing more traditional methods of transportation, even agriculture. Aeroponics is uh, is really making lots of strides, as an example. Uh, autonomous vehicles, but electric vehicles. And we could just go down the list. There, there's all sorts of reports lately about uh, new cancer-fighting therapies that are incredible. Using light, training T-cells, CAR T-cells, to attack tumors. And the, the problem with that therapy has always been they attack the good tissue as well, right? But now their scientists are working on ways to train these cells, these, these CAR T-cells, to attack the tumors using light as a guide. I just point that out. It's just one of the examples of how human innovation, human technology, addresses human problems. In the case of electric vehicles, no question, today, not ready for prime time. Just not ready. It's impractical. Owning an electric vehicle, to a great extent, now there, there are a lot of people that have them, but it's still a tiny fraction of the overall market. And, of course, one of the knocks is you got to charge them, and you don't get a lot of time out of a charge. don't get a lot of miles. So Panasonic, uh, yesterday, showed off a battery, a cylindrical battery, And it's the 4680. Its name comes from being 46 millimeters in diameter and 80 millimeters high. That's how they they brand and label these batteries based on their physical dimensions. But anyhow, the the deal with this battery is that this uh, they could charge and provide use of the electric vehicle for far greater distances and times than present battery technology. We're going to continue to see these sorts of advances. That plus Hertz just placed an order for 100,000 electric vehicles from Tesla. Stock went through the roof. Musk gets a $36 billion bump in his wealth. We'll come back with more talk here on Midday. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A coronavirus vaccine for kids 5 to 11 is expected to be recommended for approval by a Food and Drug Administration advisory panel going over that today. Pfizer and other drug companies vying for approval don't just have to convince the FDA and the CDC. They have to convince parents amid side effects from the vaccine like heart inflammation that scientists say are rare. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. A week from Election Day, President Biden will be in Virginia this evening campaigning with the Democrats' candidate for governor, former Governor Terry McAuliffe, He's in a tight race against Republican businessman Glenn Youngkin. The president leads Thursday for a world leader summit in Italy and a climate summit in Scotland. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. The United States and Europe head into this these two summits aligned and united on the major elements of the global agenda. There's also a meeting scheduled with Pope Francis at the Vatican during this trip. On Wall Street, Dow's up 134 points. America's listening to Fox News. 
Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Senator Bryce Wiggins announced his candidacy in Mississippi's 4th District Monday for Congress, telling Super Talk Mississippi he's proud of his work in Jackson and is ready to take on Washington. We've been able to bring $10 million to the Port of Pascagoula, set the table for early education in the state of Mississippi, increase penalties for child abusers. All those were, were pieces of legislation that I offered. And what I hear is that we're not getting that representation. And Fox's Laura Ingraham's show was live Friday night in Oxford. She compared Mississippi to places like New York when it comes to pandemic response. Governor Tate Reeves, who joined her on the broadcast, said Mississippi did it right. Well, it's been a challenging time for us and, and everyone across the country, but the reality is we've done it right because we focus not only on saving lives, but also protecting livelihoods. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Friday, a groundbreaking ceremony will be held for the largest single construction project in the history of the Ole Miss campus. After years of planning, construction is set to begin on the $175 million Jim and Thomas Duff Center for Science and Technology Innovation. The 200,000 square foot facility will be built with a focus on increasing job opportunities in the STEM field and boosting the economy. It'll be located across from the pavilion and from Vaught Hemingway Stadium. And gas prices have risen significantly over the last few weeks. Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg says gas prices are dictated in large part by the overall supply of crude, which is limited now. What we have to do is recognize that there has been a policy internationally, not just in the United States, but within OPEC and its collaborators such as Russia, to avoid a glut, to avoid a price crash by greatly limiting the supply of oil. I'm Andy Davis. 
This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Hey, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like listening. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us here on Middays. It's Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk uh, studios. We appreciate you tuning in, really do. Let's see. We got uh, Paul Gallo is going to be in Columbus tomorrow. The Gallo Show will be live at the EMCC, the East Mississippi Community College University in Columbus, where you'll hear about how community colleges like East Mississippi are forging the way for exciting careers and high-paying jobs for Mississippi students. This event is sponsored by FORGE. That's all caps. The acronym stands for Family Organizations Recruiting Great Employees, a group of community-minded small businesses working alongside educators to recruit talented and skilled employees. And then on Thursday, the 28th, it's Hobnob. The Gallo, it's back. It is back in person, live Hobnob, not virtual Hobnob. The Gallo Show will be live along with statewide leaders and elected officials at this year's Mississippi Economic Council Hobnob event at the Mississippi Coliseum on Thursday. To register, go to msmec.com. That's msmec.com. I'm going to go down there and check it out before we come in and do the show. This coming Thursday, Hobnob ought to be a good one. So we were talking about Elon Musk's rise to fortune. So get this, his three near $300 billion net worth on paper, of course. <laughs> that means he personally is worth more than ExxonMobil, Toyota, individually. He personally, because he's a prolific inventor, he's created lots of value, but he's just cracking the surface of what I think his inventions will produce ultimately for society. 
But again, a great deal of this is driven by fairly great stride made in battery technology by the battery supplier for the Tesla Panasonic and Hertz saying we're in. Now, Hertz went bankrupt, reorg, during the pandemic because they were already struggling somewhat financially. But the pandemic shut down the need for rental vehicles, and it caused them to go bankrupt. They're back at it. They're reorged and and, uh, back in business. But 100,000 Tesla EVs they have placed an order for. The question is, can Elon Musk and Tesla deliver? That's always been the knock on the company, certainly from the investment community. you got great stuff. you got demand. You can't make it. But he's figuring that out. The one that Americans should be aware of that is disturbing is Lockheed Martin. So Lockheed Martin, I think, is the largest producer of American military aircraft. And they can't get parts to make the aircraft. They issued some guidance yesterday to that effect. The stock plummeted. So the supply chain problem is starting to extend into where it could become a security issue, a national security issue, if the maker of those assets, those military assets, such as aircraft, is unable to make them. So that hit the wire yesterday, and that's something we ought to be paying attention to. Now, speaking of which, i got to tell you, is Joe Biden, is he tone deaf? Are the Democrats tone deaf? So, you know, you hear a lot about, you hear this from politicians a lot. Americans are having discussions about X, Y, Z around the kitchen table, and I, as a candidate, I understand their plight. I know what Americans are talking about around the kitchen table, and I'm running so I can address those critical issues. You hear that. You would agree, Rhino. You hear that kitchen table. It's kind of the way they uh, they describe it, they promote it, they, mess, they message it uh, to, to try to, I guess, elicit a, a, a visual. Here's a family sitting around the kitchen table, and they're talking about their various strife. That's fair. But I think people... Today, Americans today, they're worried about inflation. They're worried about jobs. They're worried about crime. They're worried about wokeness in education, indoctrination thereof, quality of education. And they're worried about the border, even on the Democrat side. You can't help but see what's going on there. But yet, The White House, the Democrats, they continue to focus on climate change, transgender rights, pronouns. Do you think Americans are sitting around their kitchen table talking about pronouns, climate change? Uh Uh-uh. I don't see it. I just don't see it. And it's because, I think, largely, their agenda doesn't address these issues. In fact, it exacerbates it. Now, I think a case in point is when you look at 
the United States Treasury, a pretty big part of the administration, pretty big agency, right? Secretary Janet Yellen has appointed and created a new post within the Treasury Department that is, of course, focused on what they should be focused on, right? Racial equity. That's what the U.S. Treasury should be focused on. They've created a new job. And we've talked so much about how much money we're spending on all this stuff. I don't think it's moving the needle a bit. I don't even know what the goal is. That's what the Treasury is now focused on. Not inflation, because Janet Yellen fully supports policies that would exacerbate inflation and confiscatory tax policies that would confiscate wealth, plunder wealth. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but the Treasury has appointed a czar of racial equity, and they've also created a hub, is the way they're describing it, to focus on climate change. What in the wide world of sports has that got to do with the Treasury? This is a priority for the administration. I just don't think that's a priority to average Americans. I don't think that's what they're discussing around the kitchen table. So quit saying that. It's not what they're talking about. You're tone deaf. Uh, So here's what they plan to do. They're going to prioritize applications from uh, businesses that are majority owned by women, veterans, or people deemed socially and economically disadvantaged. This is a brand new SBA program, grant program, and, and, and other loan programs. And so we're not focused on <laughs> this is crazy. Just my business sensibilities just get, uh, I guess, um, tickled here, triggered. I think about business ideas and concepts to produce something of value that the market will embrace and and for which the market will part with their money, which is what produces revenue slash profit. That's where we ought to be investing. Not, let's see, really bad idea, but because you're a person from a certain zip code deemed uh, socially disadvantaged, Here's some taxpayer money. Go have it. Let us know when you fail. I'm sure we got some safety net programs to bail you out. I do have an example of probably the funniest fraud case stemming from the COVID relief funds. Have you seen what's happened in Georgia? No. In Dublin, Georgia, federal prosecutors are uh, charging a man with wire fraud because he used pandemic relief funds he got a loan for eighty five thousand dollars in august of last year pandemic relief loan and he used it to buy a fifty seven thousand seven hundred eighty nine dollar popion card oh my gosh you're hurting me that's just one example i'm afraid of countless that are fleecing the taxpayers no interest whatsoever 
from this government on addressing those issues. I'm not even hearing any, any calls from Republicans on addressing those issues. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Oh, but taxing billionaires' wealth. Yeah, we got to do that. Got to buy more Pokemon cards. <laughs> we'll take a break right here. Stone in love bumping us out. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. With trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Calloway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November. With refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativity, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget, Callaway's Christmas Open House is the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi.
everyone. Smuggler's Blues. Little Glenn Fry, good tune. Bumping us into this segment. I can't help but think about Miami Vice, the iconic 1980s series. It was it was actually good. It's a good show. I thought it was. I think it's still in reruns, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's pretty good. I just growing up wondered why you'd wear a suit coat in Miami and then roll the sleeves up. <laughs> just take the coat off. It's, it's hot. Part of the look. In the pastel <laughs> colors that were popular in the day. And the gigantic hair that it didn't matter how fast that speedboat was going, it didn't move. <laughs> yeah, but everybody wanted the Lamborghini though, right? Well, that's pretty cool. You have to admit it's a good concept. <laughs> And the Art Deco Miami theme there. That was cool. Larry and Jackson talking about the electric vehicles and his charge from fossil fuel. I, I agree, Larry. I hear you. But I tell you, folks, these are technical problems that will be worked out. They're, that's true today, and I've said so many times, uh, do not support the idea of burning down the existing house, is a metaphor, before the new one's built. But these are technical issues. There's already technology being developed right now that will charge electric vehicles while they're just driving down the road without ever plugging in, without consuming any power from the grid. That uh, We humans are pretty dang smart if the government will get out of our way. So, look, I, I welcome a time when I don't have to pay 80 bucks to put gas in my car. And give up nothing from a performance and endurance in terms of driving time and miles perspective. That'd be fantastic. And the wear and tear and maintenance on the vehicles. I I welcome that. I don't that means my costs go down without sacrificing any performance whatsoever. Any functionality. I'm all for that. Just ain't there yet. It's coming though. No question. Because there's a demand for it. The market will speak. And because of demand, you're not seeing all the eggs being put into that one basket of battery technology. There are other companies looking at other avenues, such as Formula One Racing. They're working with companies to develop what they call a drop-in fuel replacement, which means it could run through the same exact infrastructure that crude and gasoline are working on, Hmm. but it would be synthetic. So you would just go to the pump, pump your synthetic fuel. It works just like gas. It runs in the same infrastructure as gas. You don't have to change. You don't have to build all new gas stations and yeah. stuff like that, or refueling stations, or top off, whatever you want to call them. They're working in that vein because they think that is more achievable in a shorter-term yeah. gain than... Yeah. Jumping all these hurdles to make it to where, yeah, you can just plug it up. Fifteen minutes later, it's good to go for four hundred miles. It's it's a phased in, methodical approach. So what we do in the private sector makes total sense to me. But again, I, I I'm not on in the camp that says we got to go convert to electric vehicles for climate change. I, I still think unless we get some reform in what's happening in China and India, uh, we're just oh yeah, just go to the NASA website and. and wander around until you wind up on the map that shows where all the CO2 is being produced. The USA looks nice and clean. 
the western half of China looks fairly clean. The eastern half of China is bright red, dirty from all the CO two they're pumping out. Yeah, and but yet we go have these summits in Glasgow where they're, that's not even addressed. I mean, it's so crazy. You talk about root cause. Well, let's go to the root cause. Root cause is China and India. That ain't changing. They're not buckling. So, I, I just think it's misguided. It's virtue signaling. It's pandering. Oh, yeah. Anytime somebody wants to bring up climate change, but they are averse to nuclear energy, they don't know what they're talking about. Totally true. Totally true. And lots of advances in nuclear energy through the decades and and uh, and, and safety as well along those lines. It's, we're not talking about the Chernobyl of... Right. And even then, Chernobyl was unsafe because Russia cut corners cut and didn't corners. want to spend the money to make it safe. Correct. It's arguable that the meltdown in Japan was much worse on a scale because it was more than one reactor. Yeah. Yet they invested the time, energy, and money into making it safe, and look what happened. Yep. Totally agree. So, you know, and, and when you think about these kitchen table issues, we don't hear anything out of this administration on the emergence of China with their hypersonic breakthrough. By the way, guess who's working on that? Lockheed. What did we just say? And they, and they said it. Yeah, that's holding us up. We can't get components to continue that project it's just unbelievable how again how tone deaf they are when all that's when all that stuff's going on stanley and lafayette says our table is in the dining room not the kitchen <laughs> i hear you oh gosh jerry and waynesboro musk is the modern leonardo da vinci so enjoy the achievements uh, you know Talking about, going to pivot a bit to this call for a billionaire's tax. If you've got more than a billion of assets, this is a, basically this is the concept. Uh, Janet Yellen and the Democrats now are seeking to tax unrealized gains. Means if you uh, let's look at a simple example, you buy a stock today for ten bucks at at some point. It's uh, generally considered to be at the end of the year. You value that stock at that point. So let's just say it goes from $10 to $20. By the end of the year, you've had a $10 gain. You've not liquidated it. You've not sold it. You just had an unrealized gain on paper, is, is the way it's often described, of $10. And you would pay a tax on it, even though you haven't produced any cash. You haven't. Uh, you haven't incurred a transaction to sell any part of that stock. Just because it went up in value, and, and thus on your records, on your balance sheet, and your accounts, the value went up, you're going to pay a tax on that. Billionaires were. There are about 734 billionaires in the United States of the world's 2,000, roughly. And this is lunacy. This is taxing wealth. A system that France tried and abandoned, because guess what happened? Many of them left the country. So here, here are some of the challenges and risks of taxing wealth uh, in that way, taxing unrealized gains. What you end up with is investors sitting on their money. 
or investing in assets that are more static in nature and don't create jobs, or they just keep it in cash. Here's a question I've got that I think Jerry and Waynesboro is on the same page as me. Okay. What if you buy that stock at $10? It does really well. It, it makes it all the way up to 50 bucks. You've made $40 in unrealized gains on that $10 purchase. Yep. But then the CEO comes out and does something stupid, and the stock tanks by the end of the year, and you go back down to 10 bucks. You still had an unrealized gain of 40 bucks. Well, it's based on, again, that point at which the valuation is applied. So, it, it, and again, there are no details on how this is worded. This is just being floated conceptually at this point by the Democrats. And this is, by the way, this was all driven by uh, information from Senator Sinema of Arizona who says, I will not vote for raising corporate taxes, I will not vote for raising individual taxes, and I will not vote for raising capital gains taxes. So Senator Wyden of Oregon, who uh, I think spends every minute of his of his waking life, maybe even while he's sleeping, dreaming up ways to get more money out of folks' pockets. That's what he does. His, his mission and goal in life is to, how can I go get more money from Americans and they can send it to the government? Yeah, we know what to do with it. I will control the world. Now I'm just picturing him in this big, cushy, like, four-corner, four-post bed, and he's got his long, pointy hat with a little ball on the end of it and a teddy bear with a pocket. And he's got a handler that just puts a 20 in that pocket every five minutes, and while he's asleep, he's just pulling it out, stuffing his shirt. <laughs> Except it's Tesla's money. It's Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos' money. Yeah, give it to me. I'm going to talk a little bit more about why this is such a... Bad, bad, bad idea. I mean, it literally just pisses me off every time I think about it. And I'll never be a billionaire. But it will affect me and you and everybody else. We'll discuss when we come back. Lucian Smith at 12.05 and Foreigner tickets. And there's Foreigner bumping us out. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 78. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 69. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Senator Bryce Wiggins announced his candidacy in Mississippi's 4th District Monday for Congress, telling Super Talk Mississippi he's proud of his work in Jackson and is ready to take on Washington. We've been able to bring $10 million to the Port of Pascagoula, set the table for early education in the state of Mississippi, increase penalties for child abusers. All those were, were pieces of legislation that I offered, and what I hear is that we're not getting that representation. And Fox's Laura Ingraham's show was live Friday night in Oxford. She compared Mississippi to places like New York when it comes to pandemic response. Governor Tate Reeves, who joined her on the broadcast, said Mississippi did it right. Well, it's been a challenging time for us and, and everyone across the country, but the reality is we've done it right because we focused not only on saving lives, but also protecting livelihoods. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? 
Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Start the fire. That great video, by the way. I still maintain that song is one of the best ways I ever learned 20th century history. Yeah, because it's all packed into about a minute oh, and yeah. a half. I had a, I had a history teacher, I want to say it was either 10th or 11th grade, that for extra credit, you could go through the song line by line and write a paragraph about each event he was talking about. And it was a lot of events. It, uh, indeed, including uh, Ole Miss. With uh, he mentions that right, and that of course referring to uh, James Meredith, first uh, African American student at the university, and what a time that was if you think about it. Jeez, uh, when uh, National Guard so forth, man. Why don't we get any credit for how far we have progressed since then? Think about that. Sixties. Right? 63 is the year that comes to mind. I always see Mr. Meredith that uh, he likes basketball. See him with his old Miss hat on at the basketball games a lot in the pavilion. Anyhow. 61. 61, excuse me. So, that's right. Uh, John F. Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. The Right? Did I get that excuse right? Me, it was... The Ole Miss he was talking about was the Ole Miss riot of September 30th, 1962. Okay, 62. All right. So we had 61, 63. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Long before I was here. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, appreciate that. I didn't think about that. But it is rather instructive from a historical perspective. And Luckily, it's all in order chronologically. It is. It is. Absolutely is. It's a cool video, though. He even has uh, right now... On Sirius, if you happen to tune into that, there's a Billy Joel channel out there on Sirius XM right now. Uh, let's see here. So on the C Spire tax line, I, I wanted to, clarif- to clarify how this billionaire tax would work. Senator Ron Wyden from the great state of Oregon is, uh, he, he is of course, chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, so this is coming out of his, his uh, group there. And so, yeah, the the idea is that any 
gains and losses at the time when a valuation is taken, assuming it's at the end of one year to the end of the next, and those are netted against each other. And if you have a net gain, then you would pay a tax. It would be levied on that net gain. If you had a net loss, based on everything I could tell right now, you're just out. You don't get any benefit. It's not like, well, I had a gain this year and a loss last year, or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. Can I go back and offset and get a refund on taxes I paid in the prior year? Say I had a gain in 21, loss, net gain in 21, net loss in 22. As far as I can tell, no. It, it's only levied when you have a gain. Now, again, as of right now, this would affect those with a billion dollars of assets on their balance sheet, their personal wealth, which unto itself becomes a complex undertaking. But, you know, uh, uh, determining valuation of publicly traded equities, not a hard thing to do. There's a public share price that is recorded daily, closing price. But when you start getting into other assets, like real estate, for example, and lots just of, lots of other assets that don't have uh, a public valuation. How about billionaires' interest in a private business? I, I mean, I was one. On my private business, we had investments from billionaires. I can't imagine undergoing some sort of valuation for my private business every year. First, it takes a long time. Second, it's expensive. Third, it's subjective. I've, I've had my business valued before by those who do that, because when we sold the business, you had to do that. And you should get a fairly wide range. Well, then which one are, do you use to levy this tax? It's just so many things wrong with this. So you know what happens is these investors that provide the capital to essentially fuel the economy, they just say, I'm, I'm done. I'm not making any investments. That's what happens. And they sit on their money. Or they seek to, even worse, invest in and create businesses in other countries that don't have these confiscatory tax wealth policies. You see, the problem is Democrats believe that societal value and wealth is created when people send their taxes to Washington. (laughs) That's, That's how they define wealth creation. Because most of them would fail miserably in the private sector. They couldn't do it. Where you have to create wealth, or the market says, I ain't buying your stuff, and you know what? You go bankrupt. They view sending taxes to Washington as economic growth. It's just insane how that's become an issue. So there was a time in this country... When you would look at the likes of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and you'd say, gosh, how do they do it? I want to do what they did. What's their secret? What's their formula? Maybe emulate that somewhat to create your own. You might not be a billionaire, but I bet you could learn something from them. No, today we vilify them. It's just not right. That is not right. And, and then the other thing is, what if you have to liquidate assets 
That's what I was thinking about. If if they got their way and say this was implemented and you have unrealized gains at the end of the year that you got to pay taxes on come tax day. So let's just say April 15th instead of using the the fiscal year or whatever you want to we'll just we'll keep it simple april 15th okay are you gonna have a roller coaster of a market leading up to april 15th while everybody has to sell off their shares to pay the taxes on the money they made on their shares no you don't get any benefit from that oh if you if you have to liquidate assets right if you have to liquidate your assets to pay taxes on the gains you made on those assets are you going to wind up with a yearly roller coaster right around tax time you you not only are uh but because you don't have enough cash to pay the tax bill that's always been the problem i've actually seen mark cuban one of the nation's 734 billionaires i think i mentioned before I, i had the honor of going to a class with him for a week over in Atlanta when he and I were starting our similar businesses at the same time. That was 1981. He did a little better than me. (laughs) Uh, But I've actually seen him say, yeah, I I have to go sell assets to pay the tax bill. He told that to Elizabeth Warren because she's one of the major proponents of taxing wealth. And, okay, when he starts liquidating assets, or let's say Elon Musk has to sell Tesla stock. Well, guess what happens to the stock? It plummets. So investors, even rank-and-file folks that aren't even millionaires that have 401k plans or they have investments in stocks, how in the world do you figure out, well, who's going to have to go sell stock of these billionaires that would be selling large chunks of it to pay their tax bill, and then the market tanks, and and guess what else happens? They don't have the capital for jobs and investment. And it's not just with Elon Musk, the example, it's not just... Tesla stock that would tank because of that. We've already talked on this show about their connection to Panasonic with batteries. So if Tesla stock tanks because Elon Musk sells, Panasonic stock's probably going to tank, too. It's Economics 101. I actually had someone say to me in social media, well, why are you worried about this? You're not a billionaire. And there are only, I think there are five in Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken, of the 734. Oh, so you don't get the connection Obviously, you you don't understand, and this was a left-leaning person, you don't understand fundamental economics, fundamental finance, if you can't connect those dots, just as you did so eloquently with respect. And it's not just Panasonic, all of their suppliers. That's just Econ 101. And if it starts a downward slide, or heaven forbid, even a crash, how many people's retirements are tied to the stock market? A whole bunch. So that ain't just the billionaires. But but that's the way they see it. Oh, it's only coming out of the billion. They can afford it. No big deal. This is lunacy. I, I, I truly do believe that this is just the worst of ideas. And I'm a little shocked that goofy Janet Yellen, who now has lost all respect for me as the Treasury Secretary, I didn't think she was too bad as the Fed chief. This is really hacking me off. This is there's a much bigger nefarious objective than just taxing unrealized gains of billionaires. And that's what the rank and file folks I don't think are paying attention to, but we're going to try to expose that here. This is unlawful seizure of personal property. I'm just going to call it that right now. Yes, bumping us out of this segment. We'll come back with another segment in this hour and then Lucian Smith at 12:05. Stay with us. 
No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced more than 50 organizations and countries have officially declared their support for the Coalition of Sustainable Productivity Growth for Food Security and Resource Conservation Coalition, which the U.S. launched at the United Nations Food Systems Summit in September. The U.S. launched the SPG Coalition in recognition of the importance of sustainable productivity growth for meeting food security and nutrition needs of current and future populations, while at the same time conserving resources and combating climate change. The goal of the coalition is to accelerate the transition to more sustainable food systems through productivity growth that optimizes agricultural sustainability across social, economic, and environmental dimensions. We initiated this coalition, he said, because it's clear that increasing agricultural productivity is essential to meet the needs of the growing global population. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Oh, what fun! Mistletoe Marketplace. Join us November 3rd through 6th for the 41st annual Premier Holiday Shopping Experience at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. As you may know, each year Mistletoe Marketplace offers unique shopping and entertainment. We have special events throughout Mistletoe Marketplace that are sure to excite those young and the young at heart. Buy your tickets today to join the festivities. Funds raised through this beloved event make it possible for the Junior League of Jackson to host over 30 community projects and initiatives. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitech fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitech fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, middays, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studio. Don't forget, after Super Talk News and Fox News, we got Lucian Smith coming in the studio, and we got some foreigner tickets to give away. Darren and Jackson will all of this apply to members of Congress as well, talking about this tax that would be levied on billionaires. Well, Darren, there uh, it would, but there are no billionaires in Congress. Mark Warner is uh, typically reported based on financial disclosures members of Congress have to make as having the the uh, highest amount of wealth, and I think he sits at two hundred million or so is the number that comes to mind. So, yeah, he, there was a list that the Center for Responsive Politics put together in twenty eighteen. That's about the most recent one I can find. Okay. And Mick Warner is a Democrat from Virginia in the Senate, and he is worth $214.1 million. Okay. Yeah, I thought so, around $200 million. So uh, far cry from the billion. It, you know, and I hear you, Darren, and, of course, making a law such that members of Congress would be exempt uh, from a tax laws like that would be insanity and uh, would, would, I think, have people out in the streets protesting at a minimum uh, and and, un, and illegal on top of that, but there are no billionaires. Of con- and, you know, and I'll just be honest. I don't care if it's levied on trillionaires, and there are none. It's just wrong. It's just wrong, wrong-headed, inappropriate. And here's the thing: from a mathematical perspective, it is expected to raise about twenty-five billion bucks. Over 10 years. That ain't squat. That's less than 1% of the scaled-down version of the bill. Around 1%. At current spending, that's about a day and a half to run the federal government. And the Democrats make it clear that, oh, it's not about funding. That, well, they try to tell you it's about funding their, their programs. Programs. But... They're always quick to say it's intended to address wealth inequality, income inequality. It ain't the government's business. But yet they say, we're not socialists. We're not into redistribution. But we want to address wealth inequality. And I've said this before. I'll use this analogy again. That's like cutting off Tiger Woods' hands so that I could compete with him on the golf course. I didn't get any better he got worse because he cut his hands off. That's just stupid. That's just government intervention where it should not intervene. 
And as long as we continue to press for this notion of equity defined as equal outcomes as opposed to equal opportunities, this is what we're going to see. Uh-oh, they got too successful, made too much money, got to take it away from them. Can't let that happen. Even though the market spoke and said, hey, we like what you're doing. Take my money. You don't like what Elon Musk is doing? Don't buy his stuff, Hertz. Wonder why Hertz did that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it makes good business sense. You think they did a little economic and financial modeling on their business plan before they decided to contract for 100,000 vehicles? I'm thinking they probably did. Like an army of finance and uh, business and accounting folks and lawyers that all participated in that exercise. No question. That's how it works. Jeez, Kevin and Monticello, the common denominator in the liberal playmakers is for us not to be self-sufficient, but become dependent on the government, and they will automatically have us. I, I agree that there there is this move, no question, to make us more dependent. All you have to do is look at the agenda, the domestic agenda. They're going to take care of your children. They're going to take care of your health. They're going to give you time off. It's It's everything but... Promoting work and value creation. There's none of that. It's all about incentivizing you not to work. And if you're concerned that, I don't know, maybe I can't afford children at this point in my life. I I remember going through that decision-making exercise with my wife, and you just had to put it off till you felt like you could. And you run your little household financial statement on that. And if you can't, it's not, oh, don't worry, the government's going to take care of that. That's bad. That's not the way to run the railroad. It's not the government's business. It's totally bad. You really want the same people that can't fix potholes in a timely manner to raise your kids? (laughs) Good point. David Bowie uh, bumping us out with changes. We got a break on us now. Super Talk News, Fox News, Lucian Smith. In the studio when we return. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. Top Democrats in Congress say a lot of negotiation on their domestic spending plan is wrapped up. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. That's worth a few hard days. In fact, it's worth many hard days. We have some more work to do. Still, there are divides over the size and scope of a package now expected to total less than $2 trillion. A final agreement could secure enough votes on President Biden's related bipartisan infrastructure deal later this week. Fox's Jared Halpern. A storm's hitting the northeast. A high-pressure system from Canada is clashing with a low-pressure system, creating heavy rains, flooding, and damaging winds from Philly to Maine. In a storm that's already prompted water rescues, road and school closures, and a state of emergency in New Jersey. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The Justice Department announces 150 arrests, 65 in the U.S., and an online drug trafficking bus connected with law enforcement in Europe. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Monday, the IHL Board of Trustees voted to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for employees at Mississippi's public universities. Commissioner Dr. Alfred Rankins Jr. explained that the new policy is due to the large number of federal grants received by the universities. If you want federal money, you get federal grants. You got to comply. If you don't want federal grants, that's fine. If you all want to come up with two hundred seventy. $1 million. I guess it's okay. We don't have to worry about it. And a portion of U.S. Highway 82 in Webster County was dedicated Friday as the Corporal William Justin Cooper Memorial Highway. Marine Corporal Cooper died in 2008 in the Heldman Province in Afghanistan, where he was hit by small arms fire while supporting combat operations during Operation Enduring Freedom. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. On Face the Nation on CBS Sunday, Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson, chairperson of the January 6th Select Committee, discussed the issuing of possible subpoenas during the investigation. Thompson said, nobody's off limits. If we have enough evidence... And obviously, we are pursuing evidence, but if the evidence leads to former President Trump or anyone else, the committee is not resonant in pushing back on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will go forward with it. And SNAP beneficiaries in Mississippi are eligible for additional funds in November. Announced by Bob Anderson, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services, all SNAP households will receive additional pandemic emergency benefits up to the maximum monthly benefit. SNAP households that are already certified to receive the maximum benefit for November will not receive the additional supplement. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Nothing serves up healthy happiness like a plate of Mississippi pork. Looking for a dish that's high in protein? Try tender pork sirloin, packed with 24 grams of protein and only 173 calories per serving. Or how about mouthwatering pork loin with 22 grams of protein and only 122 calories per serving? And the taste will have your family begging for more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Pork Producers Association and the National Pork Board Checkoff. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays with gerard is back on the air rhino in the studio joining us now also lucian smith attorney former chairman of the mississippi gop lucian thanks so much for coming in today hey it's great to be here gerard we have uh, got a lot of stuff as you know uh, going on on the national uh, scale and also here in the state of mississippi but one of the things that that cropped up last week that uh, I think prompted me to ask you to come in today was we've got these mandates from the federal government, from Joe Biden. He has essentially, I believe, via executive order, instructed uh, OSHA uh, to promulgate some policy that uh, would require private sector organizations, private businesses, to vaccinate their employees if they have more than 100 employees, I That's think, right. is, is the threshold. But then we're, we're seeing some calls within our state for the governor to perhaps uh, convene a special session to enact legislation that would essentially ban the federal mandate. And in uh, and doing a little research overnight, it's like Texas, Alabama, Florida, Arizona are considering uh, similar measures. So the question comes up, Lucian, what happens when you've got federal, I don't know if I call it law, but regulation maybe, right? and then you've got state law, and they conflict? How's that resolved? You know, it, it depends on whether the federal law or regulation is validly issued. Okay. Um, and, and let me say this. I, I'm, I'm 100% opposed to governmental mandates uh, of vaccines for COVID. Me I think you can, you can have a conversation about, you know, if the Black Plague came back, if the Spanish flu came back, uh, where the harm was so great that there might be a reason to – to do it, I'm absolutely opposed to, to what the president did and what he's asked OSHA to do. But the question from a legal perspective is, is it a validly issued federal law or federal regulation? Because under the Constitution, 
uh, there's the supremacy clause that states that uh, the that federal law is supreme to state law. Right. But, but the question is, was it validly issued? And so if, if, in fact, OSHA has the authority to do this rule on an emergency basis, there's not a great deal uh, that the state can do about it. Now, I do think in this case there's some legal opportunities uh, to fight back against this rule. Uh, and the best one that comes to mind to me is how fast uh, the administration is going. Generally, uh, when you are uh, issuing new federal regulations, and keep in mind, you know, even though the president says, you know, I'm issuing an executive order, what matters isn't his executive order. Uh, what matters is what does uh, OSHA actually come up with is how the rule uh, is in force. And generally speaking, when OSHA comes up with new rules, they go through an extensive uh, rulemaking process where they uh, put the proposed rule out for uh, what's called a notice and comment period where okay. the people who are affected are able to come back and say, here's some problems we think that there are with the rule. Here's how you should adjust it. And that whole process can take uh, a year or more to get there. Well, here the president wants this rule in effect now. And there are ways for OSHA to short-circuit that rulemaking process. But the only way that they can do that is if they can demonstrate that there is a grave danger to the safety of workers. And I think that's, at first blush, the best legal option because I'm not convinced there's a grave threat to American workers. The vaccine is available now such that if, if you're not vaccinated in this country, it's either because you don't want to. Uh, or because you've got some sort of health or religious uh, reason or some other reason where you've chosen not to. We are no longer in the position we were uh, in February where uh, people uh, wanted to be vaccinated but couldn't be. If you want to be vaccinated right now in America, you've been vaccinated. And to my mind, the data is pretty clear that vaccination decreases your likelihood of having a serious uh, episode of COVID, uh, having, uh, you're less likely to be hospitalized, you're less likely to be killed. People can make their own decision about whether or not they want to do it. But it's less clear that being vaccinated decreases transmission. They're, they're, I'm no scientist, but I've sure. certainly seen credible reporting of studies on both sides of that. And so to my mind, you know, it's not clear there's a grave danger that allows OSHA to impose this regulation uh, that quickly. And I, I think that's where we're more likely uh, to see uh, – to see some effect is by going to federal court and challenging uh, challenging these sorts of rules. Well, OSHA hasn't – they haven't released the rules yet. They've, right? they've so. sent them to the Office of Management and Budget for review, but to my knowledge, they've not made those rules public. I, I haven't seen them, and I don't I don't think they're publicly available. I think that's right. And, and so, I, honestly, I thought we would see challenges right off the bat, but I guess until the rules are, are out and released – uh, any anyone who would mount a legal challenge wants to see that first. I, I think you're gonna. I think you need to see the final rule because um, it's possible. I don't think it's likely with the Joe Biden uh, OSHA, but I mean it's possible that you'll have people over there write a rule that. You know, I, I think Biden's motivated more by politics here than public health. I think I think the vaccines have become so much an article of faith among people on the left that he wants to show that, by golly, he's making everybody get a vaccine. And it's possible that when we actually look at the rule from OSHA that it'll have enough uh, exceptions in it that it won't be as bad as a lot of us expect it to be. Um, but, yeah, until we really see the rule, it's very difficult to challenge. You, you, you've got, you run into some standing problems, and you also just run into a substantive problem because you don't really know what you're challenging. Yeah. 
And, and so just just have to be sorted out in the courts. And I'm not sure how the courts would rule on something like this. And you'd have to believe, would you start in federal court and work your way up to Supreme Court? You'd go into a federal district court. You'd ask for some sort of um, uh, e- either a uh, uh, temporary restraining order or preliminary injunction uh, to prevent it from going into effect once you saw the rule. And then uh, you'd have a hearing on a permanent injunction, and then it would go up through the appellate courts, first to the courts of appeal, and then if the U.S. Supreme Court chose to take it uh, to the Supreme Court. But I, I'm very confident that once that rule comes out, unless it's a total political farce that has so many exceptions to it that it doesn't really apply, I think yeah. you'll see litigation, and I think it'll uh, I think it'll be solved. But I, I think the highest likelihood of it getting blocked uh, is going to be um, – uh, is going to be uh, over the speed at which it's gone through, and the fact that it's probably not going to comply with the notice and requirement, uh, notice and comment requirements of the Administrative Procedures Act. Yeah, and that that makes total sense there. So, uh, all right, so we got the situation in Mississippi here just yesterday, I believe, Lucian, where the IHL board, the College Board, voted uh, nine to three to require shots for educators and staff who work at Mississippi's public universities. Now, originally, there was no such requirement, but I think, the best I can tell, this is in response to uh, the Biden administration's order that uh, all those who have federal contracts with the federal government I have to be vaccinated. I mean, this is Same the way they're trying to put the airlines. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. They're looking for some nexus because, and this is something that you know, Representative Owen um, Jansen Owen called for this special session to deal with these, and it's one of the the uh, points he one of the I think he he points out very accurately the amount of pressure that's getting put on individuals to to make these decisions. But um, the, the federal, you know, traditionally, and this is in his letter. The state has broad police power. You know that's the legal term that people use: the police power. And it's not just the police; it's it's the power to deal with the health and safety and welfare of your population. So, okay. as a general rule, you know, if we if we could go back in a time machine and talk to the people who wrote the Constitution, my guess is James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, they'd say if you had them on the show, they'd say, "Yeah, Gerard, a state could absolutely mm-hmm. require vaccinations. That that is uh, well within the traditional police power of the state." Um, and if you ask them. Uh, you know, do you think the federal government uh, could mandate vaccines? They think that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and but and that's because these are traditionally state focused powers. But what they're looking for are these ways of using federal power to coerce this. And I think the federal contractor route is yeah. what they've done. And it's what you've seen over the course of the last hundred years. There's so much federal money out there. Um, so many states and entities have become dependent on federal money uh, to, to one degree or another uh, that the federal government doesn't really have to have a straight-up mandate uh, because that would be invalidly uh, passed. Um, they can say, okay, well, you don't have to do this, but we're going to take away the $10 million, $100 million, billion that we're giving you. Always the carrot. That's right. I mean, that's what happened. If you look historically, that's what happened when the drinking ages across the country went from 18 to 21. Mm-hmm. You had a handful of states. Louisiana was the last holdout where you could uh, buy uh, a, an adult beverage at 18, and the federal government tried to mandate it. And they said, well, you can't mandate that it goes up to 21. They said, that's fine. We'll just stop paying for your highways. Yeah. And, you know, Louisiana almost immediately capitulated because the money was too great, and they had to, they had to take it. Tried so, to do it with uh, Medicaid expansion. That's exactly and that, right. That's a, that was a key part of the ruling that uh, essentially uh, allowed Obamacare to, to continue as being constitutional. But there was that aspect of it 
That's right. That uh, is the reason we did not expand Medicaid in Mississippi. It was really the only uh, the only ex- Obamacare litigation that was successful in that early era was was that Mississippi yeah. was uh, Mississippi was a party of that case. I was one of Governor Barber's lawyers when we filed that lawsuit. I remember it well. Uh, we got a break right here. You can stick around, can't you? Yeah, yeah We're going to talk some more. we got Lucian Smith here uh, in the studio. Stay with us. Middays will be right back. And we got foreigner tickets, Rhino. Stay with us. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for deals with proof. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The middays. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Lucian Smith, attorney and former chairman of the Mississippi GOP. Also have uh, the honor of uh, and pleasure of working with Lucian the last couple of years as our counsel for the Mississippi Lottery Corporation. That's, That's right. It's been a lot of fun. I, I saw someone won a hundred grand. I think I saw that headline. Yeah. I hadn't read it yet, but I saw that. That's great on the on the Mississippi Drawdown game. I believe so, that's right. Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun uh, doing that, Lucian. We we got a good group, and uh, I hope uh, folks are pleased with the program we have built here in the state. Well, it's, I hadn't been uh, associated with something like this like you have. It's fascinating to watch. I mean, it's a, it was a startup. Yeah, you know, there was startup. a time where there wasn't a single employee. Right. You know, and you've watched it grow to. Uh, I forget how many total employees it has now, but I mean it, it is a big going concern. And, yeah, you know you watched it from nothing, which is which has been really cool to be a part of. Yeah, to watch. I know you you weren't uh, present when uh, I went down for uh, my uh, examination by the Senate. I was not say. there for that. <laughs> That was rather fun. I, I, I still feel bad. I asked one of my partners to go because I had a conflict and um, had said, these things are normally pro forma. You'll probably be there 30 minutes uh, at tops, and only because there'll be a bunch of other people that are going to ask questions. 30 minutes for all five for, members. For, for right. all five and whoever else is getting confirmed that day. And about an hour and a half in, I looked on Twitter <laughs> and saw that he was testifying at one point. I thought, gosh, I, I probably should have asked him with more than 20 minutes before it started, but I'm very appreciative of him uh, going. I was on the, at the podium there for about 45 minutes minutes as uh, a, a couple of senators uh, dug into the weeds in, in question. But uh, and nonetheless, that's water under the bridge. All right, so here's a question. Why couldn't Trump, the Trump admin, stop federal money for sanctuary cities, but they could stop federal funds from universities? And, and let's be clear here, this isn't federal funds. These are contracts right. uh, between the federal government and the university, just as you've heard, uh, as we talked about uh, off the air, airlines that have contracts with the federal government and a a number of other private sector institutions as well. So, I mean, I I feel like that that I could support the idea of the federal government uh, listing that, if you will, as a requirement, like they have many other requirements to do business with the federal government. I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with them mandating that any private sector business whether they have a contract or not, I think you and I are in agreement that that's overstepping their bounds. That's yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I, I think they have the authority um, to say, as a condition, like you said, as a condition of getting this money, you must do X, Y, and Z. Um, I don't think they should have the authority to mandate that private businesses do it. But this is the reason it's so important that people show up and vote every two years in the You're federal right. elections because there's a lot of stuff the federal government can do. 
there's also a lot of that stuff that they can do that they should not do. Correct. And at the end of the day, the question comes down to, uh, is Joe Biden or Donald Trump in the White House? Is, yeah. is uh, a conservative or a liberal there? And that's why we've got to show up and make sure we elect people who are going to make the right decisions. Right. Um, and I think we got to challenge the bad decisions when we think we got a good faith legal basis to, to challenge them in the courts. I don't know the answer to this specifically to the sanctuary cities uh, question. I'm, I'm, that is a a very valid, good question. I think there's been this this increase, especially under the Trump administration, in these national injunctions getting issued by federal judges. Um, and, and the Supreme Court has, has hinted that they might take a look at it. It used to be, uh, generally, when you got an injunction, it was inside of the the jurisdiction of that specific judge. So if, if you thought the federal government was doing something wrong, you didn't have a judge in Jackson, Mississippi, telling the entire country that that was enjoined. They would enjoin it in their district. And increasingly, you're seeing judges um, out in the district courts uh, issue these injunctions that are binding uh, nationwide. And I, I think that is something that, that we need to take a look at from a statutory perspective. But I, I think you're going to see the Supreme Court take a look at that eventually because i just don't think it's the right way to run a railroad you get these very political local judges issuing national injunctions um that really ought to be dealt with through the policy making process not not in the courts and you were not you and i were also discussing uh offline the the idea that government would also step in and prohibit a private organization for instituting their internal an internal uh, vaccine mandate, for example. I, I find that overstepping government's uh, purview as well. A hundred percent agree with you. I, I don't. I think a person with a private business should be able to decide what they do with their private business. I think sure. the 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 one potential exception to that is in the racial discrimination context, where there's very clear uh, federal uh, constitutional law with regards to the uh, the Civil Rights Act. But, you know, if you want to say whatever your requirement is as a business, I think is reasonable. If you want to have a dress code, if you want to say nobody can come in here without having had a COVID vaccine, if you're a real conservative, you believe in property rights. Right. And if somebody says, look, you you can't buy coffee from me uh, unless you uh, have a COVID vaccine or have these beliefs or wear pants, you know, whatever whatever you want to do, I think as a conservative, that's your right now. My right as a citizen, as a consumer, is to say, well, I'm not going to Gerard's Coffee Shop because he requires a vaccine. Uh, I'm going to go over across the way to that guy who doesn't. And I think you've already seen that with the masks uh, that continue to be required by some businesses, even after you had the state mask mandate. You know, I found myself, um, especially after I got vaccinated, if there was one store, you know, if there was a gas station that still required it, and for a while there were, and a gas station that didn't, I just made a point of going to the gas station that didn't require the mask mandate because I didn't think it was necessary sure. but that's my right as a consumer to have that choice and that's but that's also the business's uh prerogative to say look I, this is a private business i'm not compelling you to come here and so I, I think the i agree with you jordan i think these laws um i think people need to think about the master masterpiece cake shop uh supreme court case yep. same deal bakery in colorado uh, they were asked by a same-sex couple to bake a cake, and they said, look, we, we are uh, Christians. This violates our deeply held beliefs, and we don't want to participate. Colorado, the state, had a law that required them to participate, went all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, uh, for First Amendment reasons, said you don't have to do that. Well, I think just just as uh, in a free uh, society, a private business that's not receiving some sort of uh, federal funds that came with special requirements, they should be able to say, "This, I don't want to bake you cake 
And, and in a free and open society, you can go across the street and find somebody else who'd be happy to do it. And I think the same thing is here is true here. If you thought the baker and masterpiece cake shop ought not have been compelled to bake the cake, you should also think that the guy who owns Masterpiece Cake Shop can say, look, I need to see a vaccine card before I'll sell you a cake. I absolutely you agree. Can, you can vote with your feet and go to somewhere else. That, that to me is, actual, uh, is, is, is what uh, being a conservative, being a, a liberty-minded conservative really means. Uh, excellent summary and analysis. And, and I'll say this as well. I, I think to a great extent the concept of socialism has been sort of hijacked, and, and it's kind of been extended to, to represent lots of different things. Um, Government programs, uh, for example, such as family leave, which is is part of the the Biden Build Back Better agenda, a, a lot of folks would look at that and say, "Well, that's socialism." To me, true socialism, central planning, determining at, at a, by a central authority uh, how goods and services should be made and the amount that should be made. And, and how that operation, what that operation should look like, that is essentially going to a private se- a sector business and saying, you cannot mandate vaccinations. You're yeah. telling me how to run my business. Uh, and it's beyond reasonable, I think, from a regulatory perspective. I, I think that's right. And, and what you've seen time and time again, and virtually every time we've had some sort of experiment with this, the private sector, uh, without government intervention, does a much better job of allocating resources, of coming up with great sure. ideas, of figuring out the future than government does. And, and so we're just better off. I think any opportunity we have to make government smaller, to decrease programs to decrease the regulations and let the private sector do what it does that's uh, you know that's how we're going to uh, bring more and better jobs that's how we're going to increase prosperity that's how we build a be- how we build back better is by getting government totally out agree. of the way uh, not by having increasing amounts of government intervention just seems like we've departed from that very simple foundational principle and concept which has created the greatness that is this country I, that's exactly right <laughs> we, we don't want to get rid of billionaires we want more billionaires we want as many as we can get we want more people getting getting rich because that means they're out creating great products they're selling them to people the consumers are better off because they're receiving good products the the person who invested the person who took that risk the people who took those risks you know they're better off that that is how we grow again that's how we build yeah. back better is that not raising taxes and giving the government more involved in things i, I couldn't agree more uh thomas and greenwood says and if you as a company don't comply what is the punishment no government money or contracts anything else like a fine yeah there actually is a fine thomas i think it's fourteen thousand dollars yes. per Incident. For instance, the, the fine is going to be absolutely crushing for small <laughs> for small businesses. You know, that, that whenever the Democrats talk about some of these initiatives, they talk about it in the context of massive corporations yeah. who have huge compliance teams. But if you're a typical small, medium business that's got 5, 10, 20 employees, you know, you probably don't have somebody sitting there every day working on compliance. Um, right. And that's, that's going to be a real burden, uh, right. both on the fine side and on the compliance side. So. You want to hang around? Do the sure. break? Yeah. Sure thing. Uh, we got Lucian Smith in the studio. Rhino, when we come back foreigner tickets sounds good and speaking up with a little cold as ice by foreigner bumping us out of the segment thanks for that rhino we'll be right back on middays please stay with us
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 78. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 69. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Monday, the IHL Board of Trustees voted to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for employees at Mississippi's public universities. Commissioner Dr. Alfred Rankins, Jr. explained that the new policy is due to the large number of federal grants received by the universities. If you want federal money, you get federal grants. you got to comply. If you don't want federal grants, that's fine. If you all want to come up with $271 million, I guess it's okay. We want to work. And a portion of U.S. Highway 82 in Webster County was dedicated Friday as the Corporal William Justin Cooper Memorial Highway. Marine Corporal Cooper died in 2008 in the Heldman Province in Afghanistan, where he was hit by small arms fire while supporting combat operations during Operation Enduring Freedom. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the Gangster of Love. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak. People talk about me, baby. Welcome back, everyone. Middays. Back on the air, Lucian Smith is our guest. All right, Rhino, you got some tickets? Oh, yeah. One of the best-selling groups of all time, Foreigner, is coming to the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo. On November 13th, tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or the Bancorp South Arena box office. But now you got a chance to win a pair of tickets for free. All you got to do is be the 17th person to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Be the 17th person to text in the phrase Jukebox Hero, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Foreigner at the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on November 13th. Y'all get to texting. There you go. Appreciate that, Rhino. All right, so, Lucian, uh, one of the things that comes up, and and I think we probably share in the frustration uh, from our audience, that we've got these mandates that the federal government is handing down to private sector or private businesses, but with respect for those streaming across our border, and those that are on some form of, uh, which is a lot, on some sort of federal uh, subsistence, uh, there are no such mandates. It, it, it does seem uh, a little targeted, if you will, <laughs> at the private sector. It does seem um, like it is a double standard. I'll just call it that again. I yeah. mean, your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it is a double standard. And I think it comes from the fact that the people who are in charge right now view the private sector with contempt. 
they they think that if you uh, have been successful uh, at whatever however you want to define successful whether you're somebody who's running a four hundred thousand dollar a year business that employs a couple people or you're uh, Jeff Bezos they they think if you're doing that you've done something wrong and hadn't been fair I mean you you remember Barack Obama's comment back when he was president he said you didn't build that talking about right. how these sorts of businesses wouldn't have existed without uh, significant uh, federal and and other governmental help and so I do think there's a lot of contempt there and it also shows you how I, I think how frequently the policy making with regards to COVID at the top level I'm not talking about the the Thomas Dobbs the people who are you know in the in the weeds but from the federal level how much of it uh, is just driven by virtue signaling you know it, it's we're totally agree. vaccines are kind of our uh, it's one of the elements of the civil religion and so we're gonna we're gonna mandate it because that's right but we're not really going to stop people coming across the border who aren't tested. We're going to go ahead and move them in. We're going to put them up in hotels. We're going to go back to catch and release. We're going to let these people, uh, without any sort of testing controls, vaccines, just come on into the country. Well, the, the, to your point, it is a double standard, and it's also a totally incoherent policy. I mean, if, if this yeah. is – and I think it's been one of the problems with COVID all along – you know, we didn't know what it was two years ago. When, when it came up in February, we didn't know, were we living in one of these horror movies where everybody's about to die and, you know, it's going to be some horrible thing. And so you can understand these extreme measures on the front end. But now we've gotten to the point where we recognize, you know, every death is terrible. Uh, every death is a tragedy. But this disproportionately uh, affects people uh, above the age of 55. It disproportionately affects people with pre-existing conditions. Um, nearly half the deaths have come from people over the age of 75. And every one of those is a tragedy. Every one of those is is something uh, that should be taken seriously. Um, uh, but the, the focus has been on this sort of virtue signaling on the one hand. We're going to require vaccines. We're going to require masks. But we're also going to virtue signal uh, on this open border defund the police uh, abolish ice let everybody come in stuff that, that, that's no way to run a government we, yeah. we need to have serious discussions about policy and uh, work through the areas we disagree with and come to it with a with a seriousness of purpose that i think is lacking right now it seems like there's so precious little where there is any alignment on, on policy right and uh, you, all you got to do is look at the president's domestic agenda uh, to know that, because virtually everything in that domestic agenda on the spending and the taxing side is objectionable uh, to the right, to the Republicans. Not a single one has signaled that they would support uh, that measure. Yeah, and I don't blame them, because it's so, you know, the, the Democratic Party has become so captive to their far left that a lot of these policies, you know, there's no real change. They're having trouble getting the Democrats all yeah. lined up for it before you try to get to the Republicans. But but I think what people are desperate for, I think it's one of the reasons that, that Donald Trump did have such a following uh, when he uh, got into office and, and when he got into the campaign, people are desperate for leadership. I, I don't think people mind somebody in elected office who disagrees with them, but I think what they want is somebody who comes out and says, this is what I'm going to do. Here's why I'm going to do it. This is why I think it's a good thing. And somebody who's not afraid to do... It's one thing for Biden to lecture the Democrats or yeah. for a Republican to lecture... Uh, excuse me, for Biden to lecture the Republicans yeah. or for a Republican yeah. to lecture the Democrats. But to have somebody... Have Biden turn to his left flank and say, look... We're not going to do all that because yeah. that's America is a center right country. We're not going to have five trillion dollars every year in new spending because we'll go bankrupt and destroy the fabric of the country. Um, but you just don't see that. And, and I, I think we need more people in office, uh, Gerard, who are not afraid to lose because the way the country is right now. 
certainly at the uh, if you're looking at Congress, the biggest risk to most congressmen, to most U.S. senators, is getting beat in a primary. There are a handful of swing states. You know, Georgia is a good example where you got to worry about the middle. But in all likelihood, uh, Mississippi is never going to elect. I say never. Mississippi is not going to elect a Democratic senator anytime soon. The, okay. the only risk in a state like Mississippi is in a primary. Um, and I think a lot of, of Roger Wicker and, and Cindy Had Smith, but but we need across the country and other states uh, that are similar and that they're only going to elect Republicans. We need people who say, you know what, I'm willing to explain why something's a bad idea. We need Democrats who are willing to go to their base, too, and say, I'm I'm not for that. And, and some of them are going to get beat. But if we had some real leaders, I think we'd get so much more uh, accomplished instead of just playing to the base constantly. I couldn't agree more. And I, I feel like, uh, Lucian, that to a great extent, our party is not effectively messaging. And, and and I don't know if it's because of who kind of by default is delivering the message or if it's the content of the message itself. I don't feel like we're doing enough. Uh, I, to a great extent, we're talking to those who agree with us. That's right. And we're not really getting through to maybe those in the middle, the critical independents that could go either way. I think that's right. To get them to, to uh, see and align with our, our positions on these policy. Unfortunately... This build back better agenda, which started out at three point five trillion, I've, I've done the uh, taking out the accounting gimmickry and said it's really seven trillion at right. the end of the day. It's wildly popular. I mean, the idea of raising taxes on the wealthy in society, the idea of paying everybody three hundred dollars a month for uh, child taxes, child tax credit is really just welfare. <laughs> Here's right. some money because you have a child. Uh, it's it is uh, kind of couched by the administration as a child tax credit, but you get it whether you owe any taxes or not. So that's why I just take that out of the equation. So you got that and family leave and and free community college and free pre K and all these other programs, uh, expansion of Obamacare subsidies. Those are actually wildly popular. My concern is that. We probably are going to get a scaled-down version of this bill is what it looks like right now. And Biden's poll numbers are going to start to rise as a result. That, yeah, that's very popular. I mean, that's very possible. Um, and they are popular ideas What I, where I think I think when you start explaining to people the true cost of them, that's where I think you start to, uh, to change the popularity because the ideas are great. And the way the Democrats sell it is they make it sound like there are a few, just a handful of billionaires out there who, you know, if you remember the old Scrooge McDuck cartoon, <laughs> who are just swimming around in their swimming pool of gold <laughs> doubloons, and we're just going to go take a few of those gold doubloons that they don't really need, and we're going to give them over to, you know, people so they can have free community yeah. college, paid uh, family and uh, family leave, et cetera, et cetera. But in truth, and you've seen this in these analyses, Biden said nobody who makes more than 400000 and makes less than 400000 dollars is going to see their taxes go up every time you've had a critical analysis of it you figured out that people's taxes have to go up and the reason is you could take a hundred percent of the income from these billionaires every year a hundred percent not let them have a penny of income it still wouldn't pay for all these programs so people who are trying to figure out how they're going to get by on what they're making now are going to see their taxes go up it's just a fiction that these programs uh, aren't going to cost people more in taxes now if they want to go vote for that, that that's their right in a free society. But I think the question is, do you want to have people who take that money and go out 
invested in businesses create more jobs uh, dealing with that money or do you want to let a bunch of bureaucrats in washington spend that money and i guarantee you that second path is less prosperity less freedom and a more bleak future for america and we need to fight it every way we can the arguably the worst fiduciaries on the planet absolutely absolutely (laughs) i mean i just don't get it uh why that would be considered uh, a more efficient use of the of capital and it's just not it's the least efficient use absolutely uh, well, I I feel like, and I talked about this earlier in the show before we go here, that to some extent they're tone deaf. Uh, that that the so-called kitchen table issues don't include climate change and transgender rights. I don't no. think that's coming up at the kitchen uh, table. P- people want to know if they if they're going to keep their job, if they're going to get a better job, if they're going to be able to put groceries on the table and maybe have a little left over to enjoy, and are their children going to get a good education and be able to have the same opportunities they did? I mean, those are kitchen table issues, and they're issues on which Republicans win. And I think you're right. If we are talking about policy, if the Republican Party is talking about policy in an election, we are going to win. If we are talking about personality and narrative, we're going to lose. That's so we exactly got to stick right. with good policy. Totally agree. Thanks so much for coming in, Lucian. Really enjoyed it. We'll be back with final segment and the winner of the tickets when we come back. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry to get things done. Oh, I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really gotta do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Don't know why. I have to drive so fast, my car has nothing to prove. It's not you, but it'll do zero to sixty and five point two. Alabama from Fort Payne, Alabama. Good tune there. Appreciate that, Rhino. Gerard, my nephew. This, by the way, from uh, Sam from Mount Hermon, Louisiana, on the ceasefire text line. Gerard, my nephew, graduated from college two years ago, and he truly believes that the government should take all that they can from the rich and give it to those who need it. Because they abuse the workers that work for them. Well, sorry to hear that, Sam. I would love the opportunity to visit with your nephew as as one who uh, ran a company that had a bunch of folks working for him. You know, the honest truth is, and you're seeing this certainly today across the spectrum of industries, but certainly... In in my experience, in my career as an entrepreneur, business owner of thirty three years, jeez, if it's just the opposite, uh, not not that uh, got abused, but it's the employees who had the upper hand because of the market 
reality, the market dynamics where the demand for talent dramatically exceeded the supply. That's been going on in the IT industry for decades. We just don't produce enough. And you can't prosper. You can't operate. You can't exist without those people. Therefore, we did everything in our power to make sure they had a good place to work. They were adequately compensated in accordance with market conditions. I mean, just everything we could to retain them. And we evidently did a pretty good job of it because we we, we grossly exceeded all of the averages in terms of tenure. And when I used to go to the investment community and, and would often get asked the, the question, well, Gerard, what, what's your... What's the key to your success? And it's just real simple. I actually created a slide as part of my PowerPoint to kind of preempt that question. Hey, it's real simple. We treat our people right. They treat our our customers right, and that treats the company right, and that allows us to succeed. And what I'll always jokingly say, I don't have to go to Harvard to understand that. While I'm addressing a room full of Harvard uh, investors, Harvard uh, graduated investors, educated investors, should say. But it's the truth. It's, it's just common sense. You don't go to college to learn that. That that very simple formula. But whoever today thinks that employers are out there abusing employees, there are 9.3 million jobs available right now. If you're working somewhere and you're not getting treated fairly, equitably, or in some sort of hostile or abusive way, quit. Go somewhere else. Plenty of jobs and opportunity. I know in the in my personal case in the IT industry, every day headhunters and competitors are calling in to our team, offering the world to convince them to leave us, go work for them because of the shortage. That's not as a result of the pandemic. I sold my business before the pandemic. That's I've actually seen competitors approach my employees at trade shows and offer them deals on the trade show floor while a couple of booths away from ours, you know, at the trade show. I mean, they were just brash about it. Hey, that's the market. And... I've, I've kind of described it as <laughs> they come into my office, these young folks that are uh, very, very talented individuals, very needed, very valuable to the organization, and they come into my office and put their feet on my desk and tell me what I'm going to pay them. I'm not exaggerating <laughs> that much in that respect. Hey, that's fine. That's the market. They cultivated a valuable skill set. That's the way it works. It's the way it works. And I don't think there was a year. I know there wasn't. Where you I wouldn't served, begrudge a master or carpenter from charging uh, the value he put into a piece of woodworking. Not whatsoever. Because I got the value from it. I can't remember a year. I don't think it ever there ever was one where I was the highest compensated person in the company. Can't remember. And not whining about that. Happy that I had so many people that made more than me, because ultimately 
I got rewarded. But it was delayed gratification, though. Oh, no. That's the way it works, man. Get out of the way, government. Let the market do its thing. We'll all be better off for it. That's the key message. We're out of time here, but we'll be back tomorrow. Will Rhino and I on middays? Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.